This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. I throat rip. False again, Doc. You throat rip. False again, D. He, she, it throat rips. False again, Doc. More of a barbaric growl. False again, Doc. Louder, you're shouting it from the back of a horse. What? Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. Ooh, today we're discussing our first TV show! Yay! Wait, you've never seen Game of Thrones? Gasp! It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Um, so up front, trigger warnings. I gotta be real with y'all. All the biggies. Rape, incest, murder, beheadings, dismembered bodies, violence against women, violence against children, violence against animals. Um, very realistic blood and guts. It's it's kind of a minefield. So, I would just, I, it's the whole thing. Oh, wait. Like, you've got to be prepared for that. Here's, that's the reason. That's the reason it took me so long <laughs> <laughs> to watch this. Because oh, there's so many horrible man. things. I would say, you know, have a friend, um, you know, fast forward. Like, it's everywhere. There, there's no there, way you can fast forward through some of this stuff. There were, there were parts where I literally where I literally asked you to, like, just let me know when that was over. Yeah. They kill a doggy. So, um, before we start talking about the things you expected and whatnot, why don't we go ahead and talk about, like, what what your general understanding of Game of Thrones was before we watched it. Like, for me, I've read all of the books, and I watched up until about halfway through season five when there was a a wedding night episode that I just... I could not get past it. I stopped watching. Yeah, so... So I never watched... I hadn't watched a, a second of the actual TV show and hadn't read the books. I have not read the books... There are things, we watch HBO shows, and there's always, you know, so I know, th- there are certain things that are already ruined for me, like I know that there's going to be dragons later, and that the Khaleesi may or may not be riding them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a thing that'll happen. But my understanding, mm-hmm. if, if I may, yes, is based pretty much entirely on when, the, when it's mentioned in the TV show The Office, I mm-hmm. love The Office, mm-hmm. um... I'm also a big Howard Stern fan, mm-hmm. and he's a big fan of uh, Game of Thrones. So there are certain things that are kind of they're vaguely familiar, vaguely familiar, and kind of ruined. I mean, I know that I know John John Snow is a thing, and the Wall. Like I I know different places, uh-huh. uh, different places and events. He's always talking about the Khaleesi and whatnot. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I I'm kind of familiar with it through pop culture. So, what did you expect from Game of Thrones? Well, I expected to never understand who's who. <laughs> it does have a very large cast, yes. Um, I also expected a sort of epic Tolkien battle that will, like, you know, in the first, we watched the first two episodes. Uh-huh. So, I expected, like, 
the beginnings of that and something that will rage for at least the first season, if not beyond. Okay. And I guess I, I mean, I expected, I expected to be blown away in some way. I expected, you know, blow my hat off right away in some way. Right. I didn't expect it to literally involve heads being <laughs> blown <Sorry>. off. <laughs> Lots of beheadings. Yeah, we can get to that later. <laughs> so, did you expect, or do you, if you decide you want to keep watching, do you expect to like it? Yeah, I honestly, I expected to love it. I gave it uh, four stars. I, I expected four stars out of five. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out. Well, we've already, I guess, ex- I, I already knew that there were some like very brutal depictions of violence and whatnot in this. Um, and anyway, but it makes sense. I'm gonna begin again. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I expected to love it because. Um, I've always loved uh, uh, fantasy and dragon stuff, and you know, mm-hmm. like, like uh, growing up, I remember uh, really enjoying like uh, um, Highlander, the mm-hmm. movie Highlander. Um, Is that the there can be only one? Yeah, the first, the first one. I'm not gonna, I don't bother, I don't bother with that. <laughs> There's a certain tone in the first one. Um, Excalibur was uh-huh. another one, even. And this is a little embarrassing, but even like as far as as far as like fantasy is concerned, the, the movie Legend. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard of that one. Tom Cruise, a a very uh, very young, waifish Tom Cruise, is in Legend. Pre or post Risky Business? Uh, or cocktail? I think pre, pre, definitely pre cocktail. It was before they figured out, like, just keep making the same movie over and over again with Tom Cruise in mm-hmm. it, but just put in an airplane mm-hmm. or make him a bartender or a car driver. Anyway. Yeah. I gotcha. I'm veering off. I'm veering off. Um, but, yeah. I lo- Even, like, to be honest with you, the first time I watched... The first time I watched um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. I was more excited about the fact that it was all like medieval, like they're running around like knights and they make an effort to actually make it look like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they actually make an effort to make it look like, you know, knights and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, you know, <laughs> it's all sort of a joke. Yes. So um, you said four stars. Yes. So tell me your one-sentence TV guide summary of Game of Thrones, the series. You're going to want to laugh right away, so you might, might, okay. might want to prepare yourself. Okay. So I can get through this. Okay. The one-boob queen of the realm wants a baby <laughs> dragon, and she wants it now. <laughs> oh, man. I knew that one-boob one boob out yeah. was a thing. I don't see since I only watched through season five. I'm not sure exactly how much of this, but anyway, one of the fashion choices for Daenerys, at least in the books, is one boob always exposed, and the other Daenerys? one. Daenerys is, is that the? That's the platinum blonde Khaleesi. The see, I know her as the Khaleesi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though when we first meet her, she is not Khaleesi. Is that the? Is that the? Um, 
So Kal, K-H-A-L, Kal Drogo, that's like King Drogo. The, the Dothraki. Mm-hmm. He's the... He's a Dothraki. Oh. Khaleesi would be like queen. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Nice. So how did this meet your expectations? And do you think you will want to continue watching based on the first two episodes? Well... I never expect to understand who anyone is, but that's <laughs> that's usually the case. That there, I love The Sopranos, the TV show, mm-hmm. the Home Box Office program. Um, program. I love. Oh, and by the way, speaking of The Sopranos, I was really delighted to see that I'm going to forget his name. Uh, Tim, is it Tim Van Patten? was the director of the first two episodes of oh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And he's also, he directed a million episodes of The Sopranos. And I'm oh, like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We're in good hands if, if uh, <laughs> and I believe he passed away. But anyway, um, so, yeah, even though, like, I do kind of, I, some things are probably ruined because, because, you know, it's just been around for so long. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to watch the rest of it. I th- I gave it a, I give it a um, a four point five. Wow! Again, this is based on just two episodes, but um, yeah, I was able to power through like all of the terribleness. I'm I'm way interested in watching more of this. I had forgotten how graphic it was. Now um, we, we can talk. I have some notes later about graphic the graphicness of it. I mean. There was some blood and guts, but honestly, there was still like a. F- There's still like a fantasy edge to. I have a question before we get to that. Yes. Is do you think like after we finish watching, say, the first season, yeah. that you would want to come back and record another episode about your reactions for the first season to see if they have changed any from just the first two episodes? You want me to keep shouting? I am really interested to see because this is this is really interesting to me because <laughs> yeah. I watch a lot of old stuff and it usually doesn't surprise me that you haven't seen it except for like Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Right. So this is a current thing that I have seen that you have not. So to me, I know what's coming and I'm like really excited to see how oh, you'll react. I, I see. So <laughs> that's I don't funny. Know, yeah. No, that's funny. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you want to do that, that's um, yes. Okay. So are we ready to get into like the nuts and bolts and whatnot? So if you're if you've been a longtime watcher of Game of Thrones and don't remember the first two episodes that we are talking about, the first one is called Winter is Coming. Just like that. Um, this was before the meme. <laughs> this is yeah. John Aaron, the hand of the king, is dead. King Robert Baratheon plans to ask his whole, his oldest friend, Eddard Stark, to take Jon's place. Across the sea, Viserys Targaryen plans to wed his sister to a nomadic warlord in exchange for an army. And then the second one is called The King's Road. While Bran recovers from his fall, Ned takes only his daughters to King's Landing. Jon Snow goes with his uncle Benjen to the Wall and Tyrion joins them. Oh, and I see right there, now that IMDb is open, that Tim Van Patten was, in fact, the director. Correct. Of each episode. Yay. 
Do we want to talk about the opening credits first? Because I freaking love the opening credits. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Go. Let's do it. So. And, f- and while you talk under it, I'm going to do the theme song. The first thing that. I'm not going to really do that. Go ahead. Wait, let me see where it is. <laughs> ah, here we go. So, something that I really love about this is. Um, Are we going to watch this? Okay. <laughs> so. What is this? When I was watching Game of Thrones, you know, when I was watching it with everyone else. Um, Except this, me. This meme came out that was um, the Game of Thrones opening sung by a cat. <laughs> this is what I want to put at the end of the show. But I want you to listen to it now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Wait, wait, it gets better. <laughs> the little insets. The insets of the cat. <laughs> so, okay, so I have two thoughts about that. Okay. First of all, someone put that together with love <laughs> and affection. Also, I believe that's just the exact same cat just mowing once probably i don't care it's or still maybe funny a couple of times. no no <laughs> i'm just saying like when artistically you have a very limited palette and you make something you know wonderful that's magical i agree <laughs> so the thing that i like most about the opening credits yes is that it takes you to the places that will be important in that episode. Right. So you go... Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, because I only saw two episodes. It's specific to the episode, not specific to the whole grand scheme of everything? I, I want to say change it's... change it? I want to say it's... I know it changes season to season, because we'll later... But not, it may not change every episode. I'll need to look that up to be sure, but I know it changes every season, because we go to different places. Right. Um, so I like that it tells me which places I, like, because for me, I get confused with, like, the maps and stuff. So I like that there's a map at the beginning to establish where everything is. Right. Um, and I like the way it's done where it sort of, like, pops up out of the ground. Like, it's sort of steampunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that to me was very Tolkien, like, in the front of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, even The Hobbit. There's, like, these many maps of, like, okay, like, here's this, here's that. It's not like they don't actually, well, maybe some of them do. They'll say, like, yeah, well, uh, here's the Shire, and here's Mount Doom, mm-hmm. and here's the, here's, uh, I forget where the elves are from. But, yeah, like, in the in the front of all of uh, uh, Tolkien's books are these maps, and they explain where everything is going to happen. And, mm-hmm. and so later you go, oh, yeah, like, let me, like, reference that real quick. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you want to go to Mount Doom? All right, well, the Shire is pretty far away. Right. So you had thoughts about the animals on the Game of Thrones 
like at the end where it shows Game of Thrones. The logo, yeah. I well, I didn't. I have questions. I saw that there are four animal heads. I can assume that this has to do with different realms, different families. Yes. So the dire wolf is for the um, the Starks because they're of the north, where That's, the dire wolves are. And Jon Snow is a a bastard Stark or whatever. Yes. Yes. The dragon, of course, is the Targaryens, the platinum blonde brother yes. and sister. That's how you remember who people are as I describe something about them. <laughs> well, that's how you remember them. Well, yeah, but you don't remember their names. Oh, so when oh, I say the platinum blonde, then you remember who that is. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so the dragons are House Targaryen. The stag is the House Baratheon. And then what was the other one? Wait, have we met Baratheons? Yeah, that's the king right now. Robert Baratheon. His um his wife, Cersei, is a Lannister. And she's the one who's banging her brother. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. There's surprise yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> um so we had the dragon, the direwolf, the stag, and there's a bear, but it doesn't say what house that is. Well, maybe that's saved for the eighth season. Maybe. Sorry, Game of Thrones fans. I don't, oh. Oh, it might not be a bear. It might be a lion for House Lannister. House Lannister. Okay. Well, that went well. <laughs> We could just cut all that out if you'd like. So, do you have other things to add about the opening credits? Meow, 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 meow. Sorry. No. Um, I liked, this isn't really anything, but they did a cold open that was cold both literally and figuratively because it was north of the wall and it was the White Walkers <laughs> killing those people. <clears throat> yeah. So I just thought that, like, cold open. Ha ha. Ah, uh, that is funny. So, so right off the bat, like, like I said, I expected to, like, you know, you gotta, you know, blow my hat off. I don't mm -hmm. wear a hat. But blow my hat off. Mm hmm And I'm like, I didn't expect, like, there's zombies. There's basically zombies. Yeah, I'm not... I mean, that's it's what been, I... It's been a while since I've watched the I show guess, and read the books, but... And I guess I don't want to have that ruined for me and as much as that might be <laughs> ruinable right now but yeah like they call them white walkers white i walkers, understand yeah. but i'm like oh my gosh these are zombies like they do all that that like the, the those disembodied people yeah. and then all of a sudden they're gone that was weird it was very confusing and disorienting but it was um yeah it was uh it's an interesting way to lead off I agree. So I can't wait for the Khaleesi's brother to die. Because <laughs> Viserys. He seems like such a dick. He is He is a big dick. And can I say right here that I enjoy seeing nudity and I enjoy seeing violence in my... You Entertainment. Know, in, yeah, I don't mind that. But every time someone gets naked, it's, it's, it's incestual or it's violent in some way that's like really uncomfortable I'm like 
what? Yeah. There's there's many times in this where I'm just like, what is this? Yeah, I agree. Why why can't we just separate our violence and our nudity? <laughs> so something I thought. Oh well, this is kind of jumping ahead, but yeah. I love Lena. I'm not sure if it's Hedy or Hetty, um, the actress who plays Queen Cersei. Okay. Um, the one who's banging her brother. Yeah, don't can we? <laughs> the brother banger. <laughs> anyway, I love her as Cersei because. She makes Cersei an amazing actress. Like, Cersei can lie her bloomers off, okay? She is <laughs> a great liar. I don't even know if she actually had, uh, like, miscarried a baby or had a baby die because oh, yeah, that she was, was just trying. Was I very think heartfelt. she might have been trying to play on um, Mama, Stark. Mama Stark's sympathies and, like, try to, you know manipulate her in some way you're talking about bran bran in a coma or in some sort of after he gets pushed out the window right he's in some sort of medical limbo we're not really sure what's going on with him at this point in the series or exactly how he's eating but go ahead right right because she said oh i've stayed by his bedside for a month or something i'm like how this looks very clean for uh, how do you feed someone in that state and when you have no technology but in, yeah in what appears to be like the middle ages right um so yeah i just think i just think she's great as cersei and does a really good job at playing like a manipulative person right manipulative yeah manipulative person yeah like so not only are there a million characters in a show like this which I which I love. I'm not I'm not I'm not faulting it, but it's also very confusing to keep track of like everybody's lies. Like right. lying is so difficult because you have to remember everything. Yes. It, yeah, it, it's um it's very confusing. I feel like watching it now and explaining some of the things that I explained to you like when they originally made the the show, I feel like they were counting on people to have read the books prior to watching. Like, some of the details and whatnot weren't as clear unless you had... I mean, eventually it all comes to light and whatever, but... Um, I do have a question for you. Yes. Right off, I don't know if you can... If you feel like you want to answer this or not. Okay. But, I know, like, um... I didn't. Okay, so for for example, um, I liked the comic book, The Walking Dead. I okay. got to a certain point, and then I'm like, "This is bumming me out," and I'm out. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's a it's a pretty depressing, like end of the world scenarios at my age. I just if I'm 12, I'm so into it, and now I'm like I'm bummed out. Um, but I know, so when the TV show. When the TV show happened, I'm like, oh, I'm excited. And I watch one episode, and I'm like, nope, I'm out right away because this is, this is like, it, it's, just too, it's just too heartbreaking. But anyway, that's not my point. My point is that there was, there's a big fan base for the comic book, 
And when they made the TV show, they're like, well, look, we're going to veer off. They told everybody yeah. right off the bat, we're going to veer off so you can be a fan of each individually and don't expect it to follow the same characters and whatnot, but don't expect the same uh, plots. Mm -hmm. So book versus TV show of Game of Thrones, do we stick or do we veer? A lot of it is similar. Okay. Um, They do fudge here and there. What did it for me was there was a storyline involving... See, it's hard for... It involves, like, major characters, so I don't want to say too much, but in the book, there was um, a woman who pretended... who was A woman who was impersonating someone else. Okay. Married um, this guy, Ramsey Bolton. Okay. And Ramsey Bolton's house um, are, like torturers like their sigil or sig- sigil or whatever is like a flayed man oh so in the book it was some impersonator yeah that married ramsey bolton and as a family who tortures you can imagine what that wedding night was like oh in the tv show um it was a character we were more familiar with. It wasn't just someone randomly impersonating that person. And since that veered so far, like it was the same situation, but the way they went with that one character was so, like I was taken aback. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, I'm like, no, this isn't supposed to happen this way. It's supposed to be this. And like, I just, I had to quit. Nah. I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't do and this it. is. And that was your you you punched out. Yeah, of that a was. At that point. I think I wrote you, it down. It was season five, episode six, I think. So about halfway through this that season. Um. So up until that point. Up until that point, I think it stuck fairly close. The thing about the books, though, is, um, and this made me so mad. You'll read a book. Um, like say the first book and it's been a while since I've read the books and my ex-husband got those in the door so um, I don't remember exactly what who was in the first book but let's say in the first book it was um, Ned Stark um, Arya uh, Tyrion Lannister and uh, Cersei okay so there would be like a um, there would be like a Cersei chapter and then there would be like told telling that part of the story and then there would be an Ed, a Ned Stark chapter and then there so it like alternated who it was about in the book yeah. well and then the next book like the second book none of those people were in the second book it was well i think a few of them were but it was like all new that's people con- that's really and then confusing. like the next, it was like because I remember there being a cliffhanger at the end of the first book, and I'm like, okay, and I gotta see what happened. And I'm like, where is this character in this book? And the character was not there. That's like the worst version of having to sneeze and not being able to sneeze. So the way the books were written, if I'm remembering correctly, they would have had to take like both the first two books and like compress them into one, but it would still cover the same time. Okay. But it would just be more characters. So they didn't go like, okay, 
season one is going to be about these seven characters and only these seven they didn't do it specifically season one is the first book season two is the second book season three they didn't do it like that because then you're going to limit your characters right i'm sorry does that make sense or am i over explaining it no no i I get it. it i mean it's a it's a complicated situation you're yes <laughs> that you're trying to describe I want to hear more of your thoughts about it so you're reading my notes <laughs> you always read my notes well you have anyway so in fantasy TV and movies um <laughs> The ones that depict, uh, you know, a medieval, like, just for lack of a better word, like a medieval, low level of technology kind of, you know, situation, they always have the most impeccable tailors. (laughs) And, like, today, like... Well, this is, like, upper class that we're seeing. You know, the king, the queen. No, but I'm talking, I'm talking about everybody's costume, like... Like the White Walkers have oh, impeccable I see. I tailors. See. Like, yes. like you can't. Like if you have. Okay, so I'm a man, and I've been measured for a suit before, mm-hmm. and it's not like if if you have if you're measured for a suit, like it's kind of impossible to like go. Oh, okay. You know what? Like, they give you your measurements, they carefully measure, like, you know, all of the parts of your body and whatnot. It's not like you can tell that guy, yeah, go ahead and make me a whole wardrobe. That's impossible. (laughs) They can't do that now. It's pretty impressive. I think they've won awards for their costumes. (laughs) Yeah, it always bothers me, like, please have something hanging off their shoulders. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that irritates me. It's like no, no one has. There are there are no uh, sewing machines. Please reflect that in the costume. <laughs> okay. See, and I was noticing a lot of um, where the seams would be that it had like those. Not cross stitching as in embroidery, but like the cross stitches. Very artfully done. Right. Like with, yeah, like very thick, like lead, like strips of leather uh-huh. that are very thinly cut. An artist made that. And yeah, I understand, like, I want an artist to, like, like be involved, but also, like, I want an historian to well actually the artist. Well, see, here's the, and we might get on a whole tangent here. But this is a thing that we talked about um, in grad school was, okay, um, say you want to do something like Colonial Williamsburg. People, Mm -hmm. I want authenticity, and I want to be able to go do this and go, and I want to see people who, you know, walked... Well, how real... You want trash in the streets. How realistic do you want... Like, (laughs) I mean, if we're going to get down to brass tacks here, do you want horse manure in the streets? (laughs) Do you want open sewage? Right. Do you, like, people think they want realism until they figure out what realism is. Everyone and... will be filthy and smelly. Is yes. that what we're looking for? Yes. So <laughs> I I understand that you want a historian there well actualing them, but 
No, I don't have to smell anybody, though, or <laughs> step into poop. <laughs> true, true. No, I mean, and yeah, obviously, it's fantasy, so guess what? Go ahead and make everything look perfect. Right, I, right. I know I'm contradicting myself, but I'm I'm a complicated man. Do you have other things? Well... I just, I don't want to say a lot because I don't want to give anything away since we're only two episodes in. I understand. There is one more thing I wanted to say and then we can move on to, we can move on to other things. So, I've already, so the, so the one boob Dothraki way. Uh Uh-huh. So, the female Dothrakis, Dothraki is the, am I getting that wrong? Is Dothraki not the not the correct. race of people? You're correct that the nomadic people are called the Dothraki. However, she's not using at this point. She's not using the one boob fashion because she goes somewhere where that is the fashion. And no, she's been double boobed out. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'm talking about fashion, though. Well, oh, okay, but uh, this is what I'm. When I'm when I'm talking about the one boob Dothrakis, this is what I mean. At the wedding, at the wedding ceremony, the the reception, if you will. Uh-huh. There are women, and they have one boob out, and they're dancing and stuff, and then somebody gets oh, beheaded. Uh-huh. And there's a couple Dothraki women. I assume they're Dothraki women, and they have one boob out. Oh, see, I didn't notice that. They have one. Well, I kind of like to see boobs, and so there's one boob. Anyway. That's what I saw. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering, I know that that, I don't think the Khaleesi, or what's the, what's the actual character's name? Daenerys Targaryen. I just know the Khaleesi. Um, I don't, I don't believe, she is naked several times in the two episodes we saw, but I don't think she actually, like, embraces the Dothraki, um... The Dothraki look. Oh, I don't think uh-huh. she's actually dressed Dothraki yet. But anyway, point is, um, I'm wondering. So I'm wondering since the Dothraki are their warriors and they're um, they're these mighty warriors, right? I'm wondering if that's if the if the one boob out sort of situation comes from the Amazons, the Amazon women. So the Amazons were, I don't know if they were a real, if it, if it was a real thing or if it was a, or if it was, or if it's just part of mythology or a little bit of both. But the women of the Amazon, it's not like they had like, when you think of, oh, Amazon women, you think of women who have very large breasts. But um, in the mythology version of um of amazon women they uh they were bow hunters and in order to i'm I'm sort of using both my hands to pull back a bow to pull back a bow you need to pull one of your arms all the way across your chest and so you need to secure if you have a lot of you know boobs there you need to you need to sort of take them out of your way get one boob out of the way so you could pull your bow back, so you can, so, so you can fire a bow. I wonder. I'm wondering if that has something to do with why it's like, yeah, one boob can flop out, but we need to like secure the other one so we can pull a bow back. 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the reason I thought of that was because of the fashion in one of the towns she goes to, where all of the women wear dresses, but they're only they're cut to cover one boob, not both. So they may pull a bow back. No. <laughs> Well, I'm all out of boob talk if you'd like to move on. Um, okay, so Bechdel test, are you ready? Yeah, I'm curious about this. So, I actually didn't pay as close of attention as I should. I think the first episode does pass because the sisters talk to each other. Um, Arya and Sansa. Yeah. But I looked up... So I was looking it up, and on the normal Bechdel test website we go to, that's only for movies, so it doesn't really work for TV shows. Right, because so, if, if I may, so the Bechdel test for a TV show, don't they go episode by episode as opposed to, because I mean, very few whole TV series could pass the Bechdel test because of, anyway, so, go ahead. Um, so I just Googled, you know, because a lot of times there will be something where it'll say, here's the Bechdel test episode by episode or how many episodes passed or whatever. Right. So I didn't find where it said which episodes passed, but it says in season one, well, okay, there's seven seasons for a total of 67 episodes. Total, 18 of those 67 passed the Bechdel test out of all seven seasons. That's, that doesn't seem like a lot for how many named female characters they are. In they season one, there's four episodes that pass. I believe the first one does. I can't remember if the second one does, and I didn't write it down. The second one, I think it would, just because of Bran's mom and the... and the Oh, and, his, and, uh, and Cersei. The, and the brother... <laughs> Anna Cersei, is that it? Cersei. Cersei. Cersei and Mama Bran. Or Mama Stark. Stark. Catelyn. Catelyn. Cat Stark. Although, most of the time... Anyway. This is speculation. So, yeah. um, Sorry I didn't pay attention in the second episode. Um, I would guess probably they both passed... But, um, I guess we'll see the remaining eight episodes. I believe it's ten episodes in the first season. Indeed. Number of episodes in season one is ten. Okay. So, do we want to talk disability portrayal? Yes. So, at this point, at the end of episode two, Bran has opened his eyes. That was the very end of the episode. So... We're kind of we're still in limbo with him, so we're not going to talk about him this okay. time. Got it. Because it's not clear where his fate is. Um, I do want to talk about Peter Dink- Dinklage as Tyrion. Um, he is um, referred to as the dwarf or the imp in the show. I believe he, as the actor, prefers little person. I'm not sure about that. Um, I think he does. But I think he's really great as Tyrion. Um, I especially like how he gets the point across to Jon Snow when Jon Snow asks him why, why he reads so much. He's like, well, if I was a peasant, I would have been left out to die because of who he was, because of right. his disability. Um, yeah. So he, since he's a Lannister, 
that means, you know, he has uh, expectations or whatever he said. Right, right. Um, so I like that they pointed out, you know, sort of this circumstance would be different if he was a different person or in yeah. a different class or whatever. Um, I also like how um, he just, like, doesn't give a fuck, man. He just, like, this is who I am. People rag on me for it. So I'm just going to let it wash over me, and I'm just going to do whatever I want. And he, whoever I want. Did he wake up in a in a pen full of dogs at one point? <laughs> was it dogs or pigs? I can't. No, it was dogs because was dogs. they made a joke was about it, the hound. Was it the dire wolves? I can't. No, no it wasn't. It wasn't the dire, the dire wolves. <laughs> you know what? Let me just say right here, even though it's out of context. Mm-hmm. Any anytime Dinklage is on the screen, I'm riveted. He's he's really really good. good. He's really good. Like when he stares at somebody, I'm like. Something like nothing could happen. He can just give somebody a look, and I'm like, "Uh oh, <laughs> things aren't gonna go well." So I'm. I mean, I'm sure it. Um, it was an issue of budgeting too. But I think, like in um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, yeah, they made the Hobbit shorter by CGI, right? Because like, uh, what's his name wasn't actually that short. Um, Sean Astin and Elijah Wood. Oh, very good. They weren't they did, actually. They did CGI, or did they just do CGI on the feet? I don't remember. They did um, a few things. Some of it was CGI. Some of it was just camera tricks. Uh huh. Like um, the wizard, Sir Gandalf. Ian McKellen. McKellen. Yeah, he's not that much taller than everybody else, but they would they would just uh, position the camera in such a way. But I think when he jumps into his arms, I believe they do, you know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so I like that they hired an actual little person to do this role instead of... I'm sure it was budgetary. You can't do that every time. I mean, I'm sure some of it was budgetary. You can't do those effects in every episode. Um, But I also like that they hired an actual little person to play a little person role. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, pop culture references you now understand. Let's see, do do we have all day? Well, I'm. I decided. <laughs> I believe that our listeners have already heard the office. Uh, 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 Dwight's description of of Game of Thrones, so I won't talk about the office. But um, so, like I said, Howard Stern is a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're not a big fan of Howard Stern, but I happen to be. And so, real quick, so Howard Stern's producer. Is Gary? Wait, who's Robin then? Robin is the his on his on air host. Oh, okay. So I if thought I'm, she was a producer. So if I'm Howard, you're Robin. Okay. Well, not that I'm the. I'm Howard. I, you're Robin. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. That's exact, <laughs> no, you do. You do. No, I mean honestly, yeah, you might run the show. So, um, Gary. Gary. He's he, he gets a little frazzled sometimes, and he makes mistakes. And when he, when he makes mistakes, his nickname is Baba Booey. Oh. You may have heard of the phrase Baba Booey. There, um, didn't is there's a movie 
I think maybe Ghostbusters, the new, well, not the new one now, came out a few yeah. years ago, where at the end they're doing like a new something <laughs> and the guy walks back in the back. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because like one of the times you yell Baba Booey is when you see a live news crew in New York. So Howard, Howard broadcasts out of New York City. You go behind the, the broadcaster and you go, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. It's just a thing to shout. Uh-huh. Also, sorry, this is this is already way too much explanation. So, people... So, Gary has been called Baba Booey since 1990. Mm-hmm. Since about two minutes after he got this nickname, which I'm not going to go into how he got... It's just going to be too long. But anyway, since he got the nickname Baba Booey, people have been sending in songs, Baba Booey songs. Okay. Like Star Wars has its own Baba Booey, you know. Like bah, Imperial bah, 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 Death March. Yeah. <laughs> ba 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 boo ba ba boo ba 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 Anyway, that's how it goes, right? Right. So there are certain there are sometimes they'll they'll play a Baba Booey song and I'm like, I don't I don't really get that. And there's a Game of Thrones Baba Booey song. <laughs> so I think I started laughing the first time we I watched... I was wondering why you were laughing. I'm like, what is so funny? It's a great opening scene. No, it is. I enjoyed the visuals, as we mentioned. But I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing. <laughs> and the guy doing the Baba Booey song... Anyway, it was very earnest. It was very earnest. As earnest as the cat meowing? Yeah, a little bit more, I think. Because, really? Yeah, because the guy... <laughs> so the other... I'm just going to mention one more pop okay. culture reference. You can talk about as many as you want. I think one more is good. Well, one more Howard Stern one is, is okay. good enough. So Howard Stern's longtime uh, limo driver, his name is Ronnie the Limo Driver... Is that his official government last name? Yeah. The limo driver? Mund. Rami. Uh, Rami. <clears throat> Ronnie, the limo driver, Mund. Uh-huh. He celebrated his 69th birthday. Nice. With, <laughs> with a with a roast. Like, they, they had, you know, like a comedy. Oh, not a pot roast? I'm just kidding. <sighs> I'm just kidding. So they had comedians come in and they roasted Ronnie and you know during a roast like a like a friars club uh-huh. this you know going back a million years in a friars club roast the chair is very important the chair in which you sit uh-huh. so Ronnie is like very sexed up and everything's like you know um, everything's like very sexual even like he's kind of an old he's an older dude he's obviously he's at least 69 years old, mm-hmm. as I mentioned. So the chair he sat in was made of dildos in the shape of the Game of Thrones oh throne. Like the Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. So I saw it, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. It's like with the swords. <laughs> Can I tell you one... Two interesting things. Please. Okay. So this, as we talked about, is based on a series of books by George R.R. R. Martin. Yes. Which, is it a coincidence 
George R. R. Martin, J. R. R. Tolkien. Hmm. The amount of riddle me that. I want my kid to be a fantasy writer. <laughs> Throw in some R's. Um, the book series is not called Game of Thrones. It's not. The That's book, amazing. The book series is called A Song of Ice and Fire, and the first book is called Game of Thrones. Wow. That's interesting. Yes. That was all I wanted to tell you. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to discuss? Because how would the movie be different with today's technology? That's not... We're not even doing that. I don't want to talk about like what would happen if Viserys had Instagram or something. He would be a total tool. He would be, he would be the guy that tried to set up Firefest, and then everybody ends up screwed on some island somewhere. Boom. Tell me about it. Anyway, so that about wraps it up. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. Rough transcripts and links to what we talked about are available on our website at WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS, and you can email us at WaitYou'veNeverSeen at gmail.com. Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for what we should watch next. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching Happy Face. That's not what it's called. Smiley Face. Smiley Face. Thanks for listening.